0: Folks, the Turning Point USA Socialism Sucks series is back. And I've just watched this brand new documentary. You've got to see it. Now, look, we've been talking about China for a long time. And we've been in the front lines of this fight in the trench information warfare that we've been fighting with the CCP since the beginning of January 2020. And I've been focused on the CCP for over 15 years at this point, learning Mandarin, living there, spending time understanding how this country works and how its leaders think well now turning point usa has an incredible new documentary it's a mini doc that everyone should go back and look at china's greatest lie and it's about 20 minutes long i watched the entire thing the other day i really really like this thing because what it is is an examination all in one place of everything that took place in that wuhan lab and the lies that we were told from the ccp and and the nih regarding the gain of function experiments that we now know were definitively being conducted in that lab and why it stands that what we said on day one of this entire thing day one that the lab leak theory is the most credible remember what they called us remember all the names all the finger pointing the smears the attacks well guess what We were right. So go and watch this now on Turning Point USA, exposing China's greatest lie. You're going to love it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today's top stories. Number one, of course, the war in Ukraine enters day 13. We have a massive update for you, as well as going into all of the details, the nitty gritty on the back and forth between Poland and Blinken when it comes to these MiG-29s, these fighter jets. Next, the global banking crisis. Russian banks may be issuing cards with China's union pay system as Biden comes out out and vows to block all Russian oil imports. Third, the 20th 9-11 hijacker has been released from Guantanamo Bay and is on his way to Saudi Arabia. And finally, a D.C. trucker convoy update, the People's Convoy, filling two lanes of the interstate and bringing it to a standstill and meeting with members of Congress. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. All right. so what is going on on the ground in the war in ukraine now of course we know we're in the fog of war right now it's very hard To understand what's actually happening on the ground, it's very hard to find proper information about what's coming out of the ground. One side says they're winning. The other side says they're winning. Ukraine says they're winning. Russia says they're winning. Ukraine says Russia is about to collapse. Russia says Ukraine is about to collapse. And the U.S. government is caught up in the middle, caught up in all of it. Well, the U.S. government has also been trying, and we've been talking about this for a while, to get the country of Poland involved in all of this and try to make it so that Poland— has to field 29 of their MiG-29 fighter jets to Ukraine now of course Poland were to do that as a NATO member understand the chain reaction of events that would take place following it here's how it goes Poland would send its aircraft to Ukraine but Russia then would take out the Ukrainian fighters uh airfields so Russia would close down the airspace with their S-400s. The same S-400s, by the way, that just set a world record for being able to shoot down a fighter jet from over 100 miles away, or 100 nautical miles away, for all you naval aviators out there. Understand that with just a few of these systems, and they do have these systems parked, by the way, where? In southwest Belarus. Where is that? Just north of Lviv. It's in that border region and pull out one of those maps and take a look it's in that border region just north of Lviv that saddles up right next to the Polish border and the Ukrainian border now because the MiG-29 is a forward attack aircraft right does not have a long range what's the purpose for this well that means that for anyone to fly it for Ukraine to fly it they would probably have to fly it from within NATO territory if they were to start doing that russia would respond by taking out those facilities they would do this vladimir putin has told us so from his face if that were to happen that triggers article 5 of the nato treaty and that brings all of nato into a world war with russia nato doesn't want that russia doesn't want that and poland most certainly doesn't want that because poland was the area that was completely decimated look All of Poland, Ukraine, and Belarus were absolutely decimated by World War II. This is where the heaviest fighting in those wars took place. And then, of course, also, in. keep in mind that uh, that was all the Soviet Union back then, at least in terms of Ukraine and Russia. So for them, it was the area all the way up to Stalingrad, right? And even the Battle of Kursk outside of Moscow, this was all part of one massive country. And so those battles were the killing fields of the eastern front of world war ii those areas have still not recovered from the battles of world war ii you can go around which i've done i've gone around with tanya tay uh and we'd be home visiting her family and you could see the ruins and you could see the burnt down and bombed out structures that are still standing scorch marks still up from those battles, from Operation Barbarossa, right? This was some of the fiercest and most deadly fighting, not just of World War II, but of the entire war. And here in the United States, we don't really do a lot of studying about the Eastern Front. We don't talk about the Battle of Breast Fortress, which was kind of seen as the Pearl Harbor of the Eastern Front. We do talk about Stalingrad. You know, there's a great film about it, Enemy at the Gates. Um, But if you can go get a chance, go watch that movie Breast Fortress, because that tells it very well. But you see these americans they are just trying to poke the bear and tony blinken brings up vladimir putin's brother who died in the siege of leningrad the 900 day siege when he was just one year old before putin was even born and blinken's get look you bring up somebody's family like that you are asking for trouble and poland knows that they were asking for trouble as well so poland decided to turn around and pull a fast one yes they did they're pulling a fast one on the americans because just before we went to record today what did poland do poland came out and said we agree with this offer of sending the jets to the united states and so what we're going to do is well instead of sending the jets to ukraine you know what if you guys want them so much we offer to send all of our mig 29s to the american air force base in rammstein germany And you guys can take them and you can put American flags on them and make them part of the U.S. Air Force. And you can send them in yourself. You want them so bad, you can have every single one of them. Basically, this is a game of geopolitical hot potato. They've now got to the point where they realize they don't want to poke the bear like that. They're willing. And and God bless the Poles for doing this. Always God bless Poland. But God bless the Poles for bringing in the refugees, bringing them in to their own homes this look poland is the most catholic country on the face of the planet and you're seeing that come out right now an international refugee under law is someone who has come to the first safe country right that is an obligation under international law and poland here at this time has clearly and 100 percent wholeheartedly taken up the mantle of caring for your neighbor that's exactly what they're doing but at the same time that doesn't mean that they want to put their own people at risk and risk widening this war further than the borders it already has so that's why you're seeing this back and forth And then the U.S. government comes out, Victoria Nuland, right, Victoria Nuland, one of the people who's responsible for setting all of these events into motion, came out and said, well, we uh, uh, didn't actually expect this uh, offer from Poland. Uh, We'll have to go ahead and get back to you on it, right? Of course, because the polls have her and the entire Biden administration in check because they know what they're doing. They're not going to risk their sons and daughters and the people of Poland to get into a wider war. They understand the situation they're in far better than anyone in the Beltway who's thousands and thousands of miles away from the fighting and certainly won't be sending any of their children over to go off and die in this situation. But it turns out it's actually even worse than that because i got a message from a twitter follower Uh, his name is jamesy boy and he pointed out that this entire situation is very similar to a west wing episode yes that's right a west wing episode season three episode 14 and what happened in that well in that west wing episode the united states saw that China was being aggressive towards Taiwan so the united states decided to threaten china by offering to sell china or sell taiwan a few aegis destroyers and there's a whole scene about it and there's a chess match And uh, Rob Lowe's in there with Martin Sheen and, you know, sir, you know, the ships, they're $800 million. You buy four of them and eat their budget. Oh, wait, wait, yes, but you were never planning to sell them the destroyers. Yes, yes. Wow, you're so smart, Mr. President. You're just, just a real genius. Yes, well, we want to keep everyone safe and save a little face. The Biden administration is literally running this administration, this country, as if it's a TV sitcom. And God forbid... The kremlin actually go and watch the west wing because if you go and do that well guess what you've got the entire playbook for your adversary well done joe biden well done once again folks if the truckers have taught us anything it's that we are infinitely more powerful when we stick together and the same goes for supporting businesses that believe in this country and your right to live free. And that is why I am proud to partner with Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider, and I want you to as well. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as the major carriers, so you get the same great nationwide coverage plus the peace of mind that your money is supporting your right to free speech. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responder heroes. So you go to PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. Get free activation with promo code POSO. Veterans and first responders, by the way, you will save even more. So make the switch today. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. That's PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. But I want to get into the next story on this because oil prices have just hit a 14-year high on the Russia oil ban talks and the Iran deal delay. Why is this going on? It's very simple. This is what Russia has wanted to do for a long time. They've had this planned out. They knew that the U.S. would probably drop their sales. They themselves are the ones pumping the brakes on the Iran deal, they want all of this to go forward because they've seen the sanctions that the U.S. essentially declared economic war on the Russian people. So how's Russia responding? They're declaring war economically on the American people. That's what you're seeing now, this tit for tat going back and forth. They say, look, you're going to make it tough on our people. We're going to make it twice as tough on your people. And let's see who's hardy enough and who's strong enough and whose population is willing to withstand all of these economic shocks the people of russia are the people of western europe and the people of the united states that's what we're going to be put through with this so gas prices they're about to go through the roof visa mastercard said they're going to drop russia Well, guess what? China is going to go right there and backfill them. And we've actually got an audio clip of Joe Biden talking about this, laughing, laughing in the faces of people all the way back in 1997. Because remember, Joe Biden's been around for a long time. He's been part and parcel at the spearhead, the spearhead of putting this all together from the 1990s, this whole situation we're on, hurtling towards this massive split, multipolarity in the world system It's not just the managed decline of the United States anymore. At this point, it's controlled demolition. Go listen to this clip, Joe Biden, 1997. Our conversation with Zaganov was repeated with Levitt. They talked about they don't want this NATO expansion. They know it's not in their security interests and on and on. And said, well, and if you do that, we may have to look to China. And I couldn't help using the colloquial expression from my state by saying to Zaganov, lots of luck in your senior year. Um, You know, uh, good luck. And if, if that doesn't work, try Iran. Um, and uh, I'm serious. I said that to them, and these were uh, and, and, and they know, I knew, they knew, everybody knows that that is not an option. And everybody knows, every one of those leaders acknowledges and needs and they resent it, but they need, they need to look west. And the question is whether well, this is designed to completely shut them out. So you hear that? You get it. What he's doing is he's allowing them... He's saying, look, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And he laughs it off. He laughs off this idea that China and Russia would be driven together. This man is going to go down as one of the biggest fools in foreign policy in world history. Mark my words. But don't worry, because right behind him, we've got Pete Buttigieg, who's probably going to go down. And I think already is kind of known as the worst secretary of transportation the United States has ever seen. Take a listen to his response when we was asked about clean transportation and rising gas costs. Clean transportation can bring significant cost savings for the American people as well. Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so the people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. So here's the situation, folks. This isn't ineptitude anymore. This is intent this isn't incompetence we went from the managed decline to the controlled demolition of the US economy and the US dollar what you're seeing now is an economic restructuring keep in mind keep in mind that there are so many people that are going to benefit from this this is the great reset plan on steroids because remember never let a good crisis go to waste so first The Biden administration declared war on oil when they came into office. That was number one. That filled Russia's coffers that allowed and financed the ability of Russia to conduct these military operations, conduct this war in Ukraine that they're doing right now. We're on day 13. We don't know how long Kiev will last. We don't know if there will be a siege of Kiev or battle of Kiev or negotiations will hold and you will come to some peaceful resolution before that. And we hope to God that that is what happens. But unfortunately, it was the Biden administration's war on oil and and really the war on oil writ large that's been going on year after year now that started all of this. Because that's what gave Russia the money to do it. And at the same time, you had the elites using Ukraine as their piggy bank while they were talking about militarizing it, putting them into NATO, giving them missiles, giving them strategic ballistic missiles right there in a country that borders Russia launching color revolutions, launching coups, bringing in NGOs, Western-backed, et etc. et cetera. all things that the Russian government, the Kremlin, views as threats. And that doesn't mean that we are pro-Russia to point out these things, but we are understanding our adversary. To understand your adversary does not mean that you accept their positions. It means you understand what they are. And I'm getting sick of people who keep saying that over and over. When you simply make an analytic point They claim that it's the same thing as if you are agreeing with them or that you are endorsing it. No, it's not the same thing. It's called understanding and being an adult. Crazy idea, I know, right? So what are they doing? This is the push for the Great Reset, the transition to the great, green, clean economy. Well, What does that mean for you? Don't you get it yet? You're being played they want the gas price to go up they don't care about four dollars they don't care about six stephen colbert last night said he didn't care if it was 15. he wants electric cars why understand understand the people that put president biden in office these donors they stand to make billions of dollars in this transition they don't care what happens to the rest of the system how long have i told you this this is the elite merger They don't care what happens to the people below. They don't care what happens to the people below. They only care about what happens to their own bank accounts. All right, before we get to this next story, I want to remind you all of mypillow.com you want to support us you support our reporting you go to mypillow.com you utilize promo code POSO. you can save up to 66 percent on that uh whether you got the sheets you want the towels the mattress topper of course the wonderful pillows that you always have and you will continue to have for your entire life these things are amazing we've had a few of these pillows for a couple of years now actually i think the first one we got it's been about three years Never had to change it. Never had to fluff. So you do fluff it up once after you get it. But we sleep on them every night. And we absolutely love in the Poso household. We love our MyPillows. And we get them MyPillow.com slash Poso. And make sure you're using promo code Poso. Okay. This next story hits a little bit close to home for me in some ways. Because it's about a place that I was deployed to when I was in the United States military. Specifically when I was serving as an intelligence specialist of the United States Navy. And they sent me to Guantanamo Bay. And I remember getting the phone call uh, from my, it was my EXO, the EXO of my unit, and he said, well, we got a mobilization coming up and uh, it's an individual augmentee and we've got one for Afghanistan one for Guantanamo. And we've got two people that are up on deck and we're sending uh, one guy to Afghanistan and guess what? He's going to do threat finance and and you, Posobic, we are sending you to Guantanamo Bay to be an interrogator analyst in the human operations cell. And I said, you know, sir, yes, sir. Thank you very much, the commander. So, what's in the news? Well, Mohammed al Qatani, according to the Biden administration, has been sent back to Saudi Arabia for psychiatric treatment. Now, if you don't know who Muhammad al khatani is, I can tell you, he was supposed to be the 20th hijacker. He is the person who was... Now, if you understand the way the 9-11 operation worked... There were 19 hijackers. And we always talk about that, 19. But why wasn't it a round number? Remember, four planes. Why wasn't it five terrorists for four planes, right? Just do the math. Well, because one of them wasn't allowed to get into the United States. You actually had an agent of the TSA. This is before Homeland Security even existed, right? His name was Jose Melendez Perez. And he sat there. And he saw this guy, Muhammad al Qatani come in from Saudi Arabia, and he said, I don't like this guy. This guy looks like he's got some military background, some training. His answers don't line up. He's being very cagey with his questions. He's being aggressive. I'm going to kick him out. I'm not going to let him into the country. And Jose Melendez Perez did that because of his gut instinct. He wrote a book about this later. I actually got to meet him once, years and years ago. When I was uh, when I was interning for Michael Smirconish. Long story. Well, who was waiting to pick up Muhammad al Qatani that day at the airport in the United States? None other than Muhammad Atta. Muhammad Atta, who was running the entire operation of nine eleven. That's who was waiting to come in. Now, he was later picked up on the battlefield and he was sent down to Guantanamo Bay, where I served. And he stayed there for about 20 years. But now muhammad al qatani who by the way was most likely going to be on flight 93 so remember flight 93 was the flight where the passengers fought back now had muhammad al qatani been on there now we don't know what would have happened but we do know that they would have had one more hijacker to fight against those heroes on united 93 muhammad al qatani spent 20 years at Guantanamo Bay, and that's where he belongs. It's also, and look, you know, people ask me about this. They say, "Poso, you know, what do you think? Do you want uh, Guantanamo to stay open? Do you want the people to stay there? Do you think it makes sense? Look, at the end of the day, these people need to be locked up. The terrorists that are there, the people that plan this operation, need to be locked up, and and obviously the people who participate in it and the people who facilitated it i also think that there were elements of clearly and we've seen this come out over the years there were clearly rogue elements from saudi arabia that were tied into their government and their intelligence apparatus that were involved in this we don't know if they were directly um ordered to do so by the kingdom i understand saudi arabia operates kind of like a game of thrones situation so you've got all these different rogue princes out there and various fiefdoms and i don't i don't hold myself out to be an expert on that but i do understand that there are many competing factions within the royal family in the house of saud and one of those factions was funding wahhabism and one of those factions was very very close clearly to this operation close to bin laden and we've never ever as a country done anything about that and we should We're now down at this point. So when I was at Guantanamo, there were about 200 people there. We're now down to 38. There were only 38 people there. He claims that he suffers from schizophrenia, and that's why he's been let go to Saudi Arabia. Well, understand, folks, this isn't dust managed decline anymore. We're now seeing the controlled demolition of the United States. Show me any other country that would do this. Any other country where you have a guy who was a participant in the ni- the actual 911 hijacking operation. Had him in jail and we let him out. You think Russia would do that? You think China would do that? Absolutely not. But the United States will because we are weak and we are run by people who are making us weaker. Okay, and our last story for today, the DC is out of Daily Mail. The DC Beltway becomes a parking lot. Well, it kind of always is a parking lot. As 1,000 vehicle, People's Convoy fills two lanes of the interstate and brings it to a standstill before they meet with members of Congress. Now, officials were worried that a large convoy of truckers was headed to the Capitol on Monday. However, however, they ended up, what did they do? They traveled around the Beltway. And they didn't actually come in to D.C. proper. And I got to tell you, I think that was the right move. I think that's smart. I think it's wise. And if you look at this, we've already seen the D.C. uh, mandate has come down and we're starting to see other mandates come down across the country. I think their strategic objective was achieved, but at the same time, we need now to push on to wipe out the rest of these mandates across the country. I'm talking California. I'm talking the airplanes. I'm talking about kids in the schools. That's what needs to be fought back against. So good job on the truckers. God bless to all of you. 1,000 people on the beltway, 2,000 people total. And thank you. Thank you for not driving all the way in to Washington, D.C. in what would have been an absolute powder cake. all right folks that is it that is all the time we have here for human events daily today now just so you guys know this week we're doing uh audio only because turning point is taking kind of a spring break so apologies to everybody out there who is expecting our video episodes uh but we are still recording these you know they did give us the option to take the week off but i said look there's a war on there's way too much going on in the world let's at least do the audio episode so that's what we're going to be doing throughout this week we're going to provide you with the audio episodes and of course you can follow me 24-7, Twitter, Getter, my Telegram, uh, Truth Social, of course, we're there. And make sure before you go, right, your daily homework, share this out with one of your normie friends. Leave us your five-star review. Remember, our oath, our promise, and our solemn vow to you, be good, be brief, be gone. We are giving you military updates from a veteran Navy intelligence officer, someone who's been on both sides of that room, Faster and more action packed analysis, higher level that you are going to get from anywhere else out there. But before we go, it's time for today's history break. Did you know that today, March 8th, 1917, rioting in the city as it was then known as Petrograd, St. Petersburg, marked the beginning of the February Revolution and the first stage of the Russian Revolution? The Bolsheviks under Vladimir Lenin that started over 100 years ago, 105 years ago, that started us on this disastrous course that we are now. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.